Yo, yo, yo. What's going on, guys? It's your boy Miles Power here. Back with another Miles Power Podcast. How we doing today? We doing good? All right, all right, all right. That's what I'm saying, Miles. What's that noise in the background? Guys, I'm outside. Right? It was a, it's a nice little day out here in Atlanta, Georgia. So, you know, I was like, you know what? Let me go ahead and get some sunlight, do a podcast outside. Most Because most of the times I'm inside, you know, where it's air conditioned. But today, it seemed like a real nice day today. And, um... I was saying, my last time you did the podcast was April 2nd. I know, I know. Guys, it's a couple my it's my last couple of weeks of school. I got one, maybe two, three more weeks left. And I'm telling you, as soon as summer hit, I'm telling you when I'm and um, because y'all remember when I first started doing my podcast, I got y'all I did y'all every Wednesday. I had a podcast every Wednesday when I started back in what? What was that 2019? It was when I first started my podcast, I wanna say. In 2019, I had y'all a podcast every Wednesday. Soon as summer starts, y'all have a podcast every Wednesday, and I can promise y'all, and I can give y'all my word on that, because you know, hey man, I miss y'all. I know y'all. I miss y'all. I know y'all miss y'all. I know I miss y'all, and y'all miss me as well. You know what I'm saying? I miss talking to y'all, but you know, lad, these last couple years, these last couple weeks, you know, I got to get these grades and got to get this schoolwork done. But you know, we here about to do a podcast, and uh, you know, we're gonna do a, the most. You know, we're not gonna talk about the draft. I ain't going to talk about the draft. I'm going to talk about the man, the myth, the legend, Julio Jones. You know what I'm saying? New general manager, Terry Fortnott. Uh, I really don't want to mispronounce his last name, so I'm just going to call him Terry because that's, that's his first name. So our new general manager, Terry, is um, saying Julio Jones is up for trade. You know what I'm saying? Putting him out there on the trade block. And the only reason we're, he's doing that is because we're behind on the cap space. Um, we're behind. We're not behind. We're above the salary cap. And most of our money is being taken up by Julio Jones. You know what I'm saying? And look, I love Julio all with all my heart, but he can't—he can't stay healthy. You feel me? He's—he hasn't been healthy. Well, he hasn't played a full 16, full 16, 16 games since 20, 20. When is the last time he played a full 16 game? The last time he played a full 16 games was 2018. He played a full 16 last year. Well, not last year, but the 2019-2020 season, he played only 15 games. He only missed one game, so that's not bad. And then in the 20 in 2020, the 2020-2021 season, he only played nine games. But in these nine games, he had three touchdowns with three touchdowns with 771 yards. So he's still he's still a great man. He's still only what 31 years old. What is that? 32. I'm sorry. He only 32 years old. Still in his prime, you know what I'm saying? He's still a great receiver, a top three receiver in the league. He just can't seem to stay healthy, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, he think he was battling toe injuries. And, like, it, like he I don't think he – like, he played some back-to-back games, but he never – like, these nine games he played, it's not like he played nine straight games and he got injured the last – what's that, seven? The last seven games of the season. Nah, he would play, like, two games, be out for, like, a couple, then come back and so on and so forth, you feel me? And it would go like that. <clears throat> so that's the only reason. This is the only two reasons that we're trading Julio. One, he's he's um making our salary cap go up. Not salary cap go up. Our salary, we're above the salary cap because of the contract we gave Julio. And two, he can't stay, he can't seem to stay healthy. But um, so yeah, that's what we're gonna talk about today. And if we got time, I'll do the top, 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 top ten. My, my my mock draft in the top 10. So, all right, y'all ready? Let's get it. All right. So, like I said, Julio Jones on the trade block. And I really, I don't, I personally don't want to trade Julio Jones. You know what I'm saying? 
That's my favorite. That's probably no. He's probably is the best receiver in Falcons history. He is a. He's the only player in NFL, only receiver in NFL history to have three games over 250 receiving yards. No other receiver only had. Every other receiver. I'm talking about Jerry Rice, Randy Moss, Chad Ochocinco, Jerry Rice. Uh, I said Jerry Rice, Chad Ochocinco, uh, um, Randy Moss, Antonio Brown, Mike Evans, whoever you want to name, Marvin Harrison. They've only had maybe one 250-yard game in their career. Julio has had three, three in his career. No other receiver in NFL history has more than one. This man has led the league in yards twice in his career. He has led the league in receptions once in his career. He has never led the league in touchdowns. He has led the league in yards per game three times in his career. He is a seven-time Pro Bowl, a two-time All-Pro, and a Hall of Fame All-2010s team. Man is literally a top three receiver in the NFL. And if you dis if you don't think Julio Jones is the best receiver in the NFL, talk you can disagree. If you disagree, argue with the wall cuz I'm not about to argue with you. When this man is healthy, he is the best receiver in the game. This man snatched the ball. He almost it almost got intercepted. My hand and Julio literally took it from him. He is a strong, he is a full 6-3, 220-pound man of muscle. He has his toe, toe drag swag, is that some, like some people like to call it? Man has toe drag swag of steel. I don't want to really want to talk about it, but during the Super Bowl, when, when it was like in the fourth quarter with a couple minutes left, and he caught that ball and he, and he tapped the sideline, that man proved himself to be the best receiver in the game. He's the best receiver in the NFL right now. If if you want to debate, I can, I can debate with you on maybe Devontae Adams, and Devontae Adams and Stefan Diggs, I want to say. Oh, and DeAndre Hopkins. DeAndre Hopkins, too. Yeah. Those are all the people that if y'all were to put them at number one, I I would disagree with you, but I would understand where you're coming from. You know what I'm saying? Because they're all they're all the best. They're those are the best receivers in the game right now. In my order, in my particular order, I think it goes Julio Jones, Stefan Diggs, Devontae Adams. And no, Julio Jones, DeAndre Hopkins, Stefan. No, DeAndre. I'm sorry, Julio Jones, DeAndre Hopkins, Devontae Adams, Stefan Diggs. Those are the top four receivers in the league, in my in my in order particular to me. You know what I'm saying? They all they're all good at certain things. DeAndre Hopkins has probably one a couple of one one of the best hands in the NFL. Probably the best hands in the NFL. Devontae Adams has one of the best route runners in the NFL. Stefan Diggs is just freaking quick. Like oh my gosh. Oh, and Tyreek Hill, number five. Him and Tyreek Hill are super freaking quick. You know what I'm saying? And Julio Jones is just strong. My man is literally just a strong. My man is strong. You know what I'm saying? He has stiffed on people to the ground. Man has jumped over towers of people. Man has put his body on the line to catch balls. You know, he's caught impossible balls that, I've, that I ain't. Like Matt Ryan will throw it too low, my man still catch it. So, but yeah, that's besides the point. So, getting back to what I was saying, it's nothing of... Julio is, oh, he's, because I've seen say who Julio is, he's he's done, he's washed up, it's time for the Falcons to move on, blah, 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 this, and blah, 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 that. You're right, it's time for us to move on. That's the only thing I agree with you with. Best receiver in the league, maybe, mm, I'll put him in top, top 20 in NFL history, I can say, we want to say that, top 20, arguably, top, definitely top 20, arguably top 15 receivers in NFL history. I know some people will put him higher. Mm, 
I'll even I'll even say maybe top 13 receivers in the NFL history. I think, in, a, in my opinion, he just needs a ring to, to solidify his career in the Hall of Fame, to solidify a place in the Hall of Fame. Um, What else? So, like I was saying, it's, like I said, the only two reasons who they're looking true, Leo, salary cap issues, man, can, man can't stay on the field. And we're paying him a healthy load of money to sit on the bench. And that's not what I want to do. And plus, I feel like they're comfortable enough with with Calvin Ridley being his successor. You know what I'm saying? I feel like they're okay with Calvin Ridley saying, with giving Calvin Ridley the keys as our franchise receiver. Because if, if you realized it, Calvin Ridley is doing to Julio what Julio did to Roddy White. And I love Roddy White with all my freaking heart. Um, Let him in with all my heart. I'm talking about, hey, Roddy. My dog, you know what I'm saying? We got a... I got a little personal handshake that we can do. But when your time is up, I think your time is up. And that's, it's like, that's what that's what Aaron Rodgers did to Brett Favre. That's what Julio did to Roddy. That's what Calvin did to Julio. That's what, I'm trying to think of another player that didn't get replaced, but it was time for them to move on. That's what, um, mm, really trying to think, really trying to think. That's what Justin Jefferson did to Stephon Diggs. Because I feel, like I said, because if you realize, Stephon Diggs is still, like I said, he's a top five receiver in the league. He is still a great receiver. But Justin, not Justin, the Vikings moved on because they, I mean, I think I feel like I feel like they both mutually wanted to part ways. Or Julio, not Julio. Stephon wanted out. And so, Justin, so it's, it's a win-win for both sides. You know what I'm saying? Brett Favre went, went on to Minnesota. He did. He played solid. And Aaron Rodgers took over the reign. Roddy White, Roddy White ended up retiring. Julio took reign. Stephon Diggs still doing top five receiver things in, in Buffalo. Justin Jefferson is doing great in Minnesota. So, I mean, it's nothing. Like, just because you're getting being succeeded. Is that the word? Succeeded? Like, successor. When you find your successor, does not mean anything's wrong with you. It's just your time is up in that particular area. Stephon Diggs' time in Minnesota was over. You know what I'm saying? And he's still a top five receiver in the league. Julio Tom, Julio Jones' time may be up in Atlanta. I'm not even I'm not even I'm not even 100 percent sure that we trade. Um hold on, guys. Make sure y'all drink y'all water. Make sure y'all drink y'all water. But I'm not even hundred percent sure that um the Falcons trade Julio. Would I be surprised if we do it? Not at all. If we don't trade him, fine. If we trade him, fine. You know what I'm saying? But best believe, if we trade Julio Jones, I need your first-round picks for the next three years. So, um, like, if, let's let's say, I mean, let, the team I think that we need to trade him to, I think, first off, Terry, don't trade Julio to no, to no, to no, to no, to no bottom-feeding team. Because if you do that, I promise you, the Falcons, the Falcons fans are going to hate you for the rest of your life. For the rest of the time that you're our general manager, we will hate you. Trade him to a contender. Trade him to Buffalo. Trade, not Buffalo. Yeah, trade him to Buffalo. Trade him to Baltimore. Trade him to Kansas City. Shoot, trade him trade, trade him to the Patriots. That would hurt. It would hurt. It would hurt a lot. It would hurt very much. But these are contending teams. You're probably saying, Miles, didn't it, the Patriots just miss out on the playoffs last year? Surely did. 
They absolutely did. But if you look, Cam Newton didn't have any weapons. And Bill Belichick went out this season, signed Joe Newsmith, signed a tight end from, uh, from um, what's his name? From the Titans. He did, you know, he went out and signed receivers. He went out and signed, he went out and spent like the first, I think it was the most money spent in free agency in the first week or something like that in NFL history. Bill Belichick was like, yo, I ain't used to going home early. Mm-mm, I ain't used to this. So if you get him Julio Jones, they'll definitely will be back in the playoffs. Like, don't trade him to the Jets, whose quarterback is probably some white cashier at Walmart. Don't don't trade them that. Don't trade him to there. Don't trade him to uh to 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 the oh don't trade him to the Saints either. If you trade him to the Saints, I promise you, my heart will hurt. My heart will hurt if you trade him to the Saints. But yeah, don't trade him to the Jets. Don't trade him to the Texans. Because, you know, the Texans, well, no, because the Texans don't have an offensive line. And still, if I don't care who you is. And we just still don't know about the Deshaun Washington situation and rada, rada, rada. So, yeah, trade him to a contending team so everybody can be happy. You know what I'm saying? And so, if once we trade, if and, if and when we trade Julio, Calvin Ridley, you're the number one receiver now. You've already been proven that you can be a number one receiver because you averaged Last year, you played. You played 15 games, had nine touchdowns with a one over a thousand yards. Your first thousand yard season. Yep, show is. A man has had. <clears throat> what's this? He had 10 touchdowns his rookie year. Wow, that's nice. He had seven his uh, sophomore year, and he had nine his uh, junior year. So. I feel like he's established himself as a number one receiver. I feel like he can prove himself to be a number one receiver. Um, you had Julio Jones for three years of your, of your career so far. So I'm, I'm almost 100% sure he's taught you some things. Like I said, like I said, when he was injured, you was our go-to guy. And you know what I'm saying? Like we had other players like, what's his name? Alamadeus Zacchaeus. And it's this other dude. He played for LSU. Oh man, it's going. His name is he's he's at he threw you a touchdown too. Oh wow. His name what's his name? He's I think he has a I feel like he wears an 80 something number. The his name is uh No no I already said a lot of days he's Russell Gage, number 83. Yeah, Russell Gage. We have him. You know what I'm saying? And Russell last season averaged, he had six, almost almost a thousand yards. He had 786 yards with four touchdowns. And that's, he's he's had five touchdowns in his career. So last year was a career year for him. And we dropped him in, what's that, the sixth round? Uh, Yeah, the sixth round. We dropped him in the sixth round. So I, I think, they, you know, I think we have a solid receiving core. I feel like Russell can be our number two or number three guy, like when we like our, when we when we had our um, Super Bowl run, and we had Julio Jones as our number one. What's his name? Right, number eight. Taylor Gabriel was our he was our slot receiver. That's what Calvin played as. He was our little slot receiver, and then the number two dude was Muhammad Sanu. It was Julio, Muhammad Sanu, and Calvin really. I mean, Muhammad, Julio, Muhammad Sanu, and Taylor Gabriel. That's the little season we went to the Super Bowl, right? And then our tight end was, was it Levine Toy Lolo? I want to say that was his name. I think, I think I really want to say it was Levine Toy Lolo. 
I think that was him. I, I want to say that was him. No, Austin Hooper. I'm tripping. It was Austin Hooper. So we had solid receivers with Julio being our number one. Muhammad Sanu did great things, and Taylor Gabriel was our slot receiver. You feel me? And so I feel like what our receiving core is now. And then we had, you know, J- Justin Hart, Justin Hardy, number 14, he had a beard. It was this white guy. I think it was his name was Nick Williams, something like that. Nick Richards. No, not Nick Richards, no. His name was Nick Williams. Number one, he was a white guy, number 15. He was nice with it. He really was. Let me see. See if I can get his name. Let me see if I can make sure I'm saying his name right. I really want to say it was Nick Williams. That's what I'm saying his name was. I really do. Nick Williams. Yeah, that's it. Yep, Nick Williams. Uh, let me wait. Let me double check. Cause it's not showing you a white guy. Yep, Nick Williams. And he he played all his 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 whole touchdowns came when he was in Atlanta. I'm just saying. Atlanta brings out the best in people. I'm just saying. But anywho, so our what our receiving call would look like right now would be Calvin Ridley, Russell Gage, and Alameda Sakias, with Alameda being probably the slot receiver. Cause you know, with slot receivers, you're probably slot receivers are the fastest guy on the team. Well, well, the fastest receiver on the team. And look, when you looked at Taylor Gabriel, that man, his little, his name was literally Turbo. His little name was Tor- Turbo. Turbo Taylor, fastest guy on the team. He was our slot receiver. Alameda Zacchaeus has beat men down the field. Let me, let me go ahead and type in his name right now. Olamide Zacchaeus. I don't know how to spell it, so I pray. Pro football has his, uh, has his, Oh, Lama, bro, not I. Oh, Lama Day. Oh, Lama Day is the kiss. Yep. He's had, he had a touchdown. He's on the play with us for two years. And he had a, he's had a touchdown every year. And it's been a couple of possessions where he has beat his man twice. And he, they, he got caught by literally, he got tripped up, right? He's going to be our slot receiver. Probably one of our fastest receivers. He's going to play the slot. You go, get in, your, get in your position, run, hit a slant so I can hit you, take off, right? That's what your slot receiver is supposed to do. You're supposed to be the fastest man on the field. When you're, you're wide receiver number one, that's your best receiver on your team. Your wide receiver number two is when your number one is being double, when your number one is being double covered, that's where you step up. You know what I'm saying? And then you have your tight end. Hopefully, if 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 the Falcons are um if everything goes right, and if the draft goes <clears throat> The way it's, so I guess this is a good time to do my mock draft. Hold on, uh, make sure you drink your water, guys. But yeah, I guess this is a good time to um to to because my not my in a perfect world in a perfect world, right? Why when if there's no trades. When draft night comes, which is 100% not going to happen because, you know, trades are going to happen. But if we look, if we take a look at the NFL mock draft, well, not NFL mock draft, my NFL mock draft. And we looked at teams um, where teams are picking because, you know, the Jets, I feel like number one and two are almost locked. I really. I, yeah, because, you know, Trevor, everybody knows everybody that watches sports knows Trevor Lawrence is going number one to the Jaguars. I don't know who you think you is. Um, number two is the Jets. I feel like they might take Zach Wilson because that man got an arm. No, I think he said, was it him or Mac Jones? I'm getting confused. 
one of them had an arm, and one of them is the most accurate, one of the most accurate quarterbacks in the uh, in the draft. So we all know the Jaguars are taking uh, Trevor Lawrence, right? Boom. And then we have the Jets. I feel like the Jets might take. Yeah, like I say, I feel, I feel like they'll take Zach Wilson because that man has that man has an arm, and he's gonna get it downfield. All the Jets now need to do is get some receivers. I, I, man, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. I mean, because y'all receiver, y'all lost Robbie Anderson, who was y'all best receiver that I could think of for a minute. So, draft receivers, y'all second and third round, that's what y'all need to focus on. Shoot, maybe even trade up back into the first round to get you some receivers. So, uh, I feel like, yeah, they go Zach Wilson. The Dolphins, who was that? Yeah, no, San Francisco. I forgot because the Dolphins had number three. Trade to San Francisco. San Francisco. Let me tell you something. San Francisco was picking, like, I want to say, like, 12 or something. They weren't in the top 10, for sure, right? When you trade up from the teens, from late teens to early 20s, into the top three, you have to know who you're drafting, like, off rip. Like, you have to know who the top two players are. In the, You have to know who's going top two. Because everybody knows Trevor Lawrence is going number one. And I think it's a 95% chance that the Jets go Zach Wilson, right? That's a 95% chance. So you don't trade up that far, that up in the draft just to uh, not know who you want. So I feel like they may go Matt Jones from Alabama who has, I think he's the guy with an arm. I think that's the guy with the arm and Zach Wilson is the um, accurate guy. Yeah, Matt Jones got a, Matt Jones got a little arm on him. They, I mean, quarterbacks are going to be accurate regardless. But I feel like Matt Jones, that boy Matt Jones got an arm on him. He's going to He's gonna sling it down here. So I do apologize to say Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson can still get it downfield, but he's he he's more accurate in my opinion. Number four, the best thing for us to do as a Falcons fan, drive Kyle Pitts. We have Hayden Hurst. He's a nice guy. He Kyle Pitts is the best player in the draft. Best tight end we've seen in a minute. Man is 6'6, 240 pounds. You put him on a linebacker. He's going to go right past them. You put him on a cornerback, he's too big for them. It's a mismatch either way. My man is 6'6", 240, 240 pounds. He's going to need help on his blocking, especially his run block. I'm a, uh, Yeah, Kyle Pitts, I'm going to need you to get it together. All right, buddy? All right, cool. So I feel like we draft Kyle Pitts, and then I think, boom, that's our receiving core right there, and boom, we right back in the playoffs. Calvin Ridley, Julio. No, uh, this, is, this is all if we trade Julio Jones, right, speaking hypothetically. Calvin Ridley, Alameda Esikis, Russell Cage, Kyle Pitts. Look at that offense. Oh, my goodness. Kyle Pitts is little. I'm going to say it again. 6'6", 240 pounds. Too fast for linebackers. Too strong for cornerbacks. So, I mean. Oh, man. This son. So, that's that's in my personal opinion, that's what I feel like. Uh, No. If we trade down, because you know there's rumors that we want to trade down. If we trade down. I say we go to like maybe 10, somewhere like that, and get an additional, get that first round pick, get your second round pick, and then we give you our fifth and fifth and four. You know what I'm saying? But this is um this is speaking, this is um talking if Atlanta stays at four, right? Boom, boom. Number five, Cincinnati. If y'all don't want Joe Burrow to end up getting popped like a zit for the rest of his career. I advise y'all invest in an offensive lineman, and I feel like the best offensive lineman in the draft is Penny Panay. Oh, my gosh. I can't say his name, so I'm going to say his last name. You draft this guy, Sewell, right? 6'6", 340 pounds. My man 
has the height of a small forward in the NBA and is big. I feel like they may move him to, uh, I think me and my granddad were talking. I feel like, I think they're either moving him from guard to tackle or tackle to guard. But either way, they're moving him out of his original position. And I feel like, you know, like I said, guard, like the right guard, right, right, right guard, right tackle, left guard, left tackle are two different positions. Yes, they're all, your whole job is to protect the quarterback. But I feel as if, well, not I feel, it's a fact. Um, right, um, guards and tackles are two different positions. Tackles are, ta- I think tackles, tackles are the one on the outside. They, they have to move, they have to move different. Because, you know what I'm saying? Because, because player, because defensive linemen are going to try to get around. They have to move different. Guards, they, guards kind of just have to, I mean, they still have to move, especially, especially depending on the play or whatever. They may have to move, but their job is to make sure, but your, your, your job is to make sure you're stronger than the, uh, defensive tackle or nose, nose tackle or whatever, whoever you're defending, whatever, right? That's, that's your job. You know what I'm saying? Make sure you're stronger than him. Make sure he doesn't get past you. Right. So I, like I said, guard and tackle two different positions. And I feel like Sewell might have to adjust faster than I think he's accustomed to. Miami, you got Tua. Um, I'm going to keep this short and simple. Get the best receiver in the draft and Jamar Chase. Bada bing, bada boom. Man is literally, this man is taking off. Boom. Bye-bye. New England. No, not New England. Who got number seven? The Lions? The Lions? All right, look. Y'all traded for Jared Goff. Um, I feel as if, hear me out. Y'all, I think, I think what y'all need to do is Go ahead and draft. Go ahead, draft. I feel like you need to go ahead and get another receiver. And that receiver being, what's his name? Jalen Waddle from Alabama. You know what I'm saying? Because who's our receivers right now? Um, I got to look this up because I am confused. Who's Detroit Lions receivers? Y'all are, who y'all got? Tyrell Williams, Brashad Pierman. Khalif, Geronimo Abbasson, Tim, Tom Kennedy, Victor Bolden, who? Who are these people? I'm not even trying to be funny. Who are these people? Tyrell, I think I know Tyrell Williams and Brashad Perriman. I think I know those people. Excuse me. But other than that, I don't really know them. So I feel like y'all need to go ahead and draft the wide receiver, get Jared Goff some weapons. Because that was what, um. because if Matt Stafford... If Matt Stafford could help make it work in in Detroit with the little weapons that y'all gave him, I feel like if if y'all can give if y'all would give him some actual weapons, y'all could at least at least had a winning record. You know what I'm saying? Y'all would at least had a winning record. So I feel like y'all need to go out there, draft the receiver, bada bing, bada boom, bada bam, right? Boom. Number eight, y'all got Carolina. Carolina, let me tell you something. When we played y'all this year, I promise you, Calvin really. Ate y'all like some steak and potatoes. Y'all got ate up. So, I mean, look, y'all need to go ahead and get this man Patrick Sertain. No, not Patrick Sertain. I feel like y'all need to get, what's that other, what's that other cornerback name? J.C. Horn from South Carolina. So, go ahead and get him from South Carolina because the way Calvin really did y'all, the way Alama Dez, the kids did y'all, I think Julio played one of y'all, played play one, one game against y'all. I want to say, and the way, but I know Calvin really did y'all dirty. Calvin really been doing y'all dirty since he came to the league. I remember one game, this man had like two touchdowns against y'all. So I mean, go ahead, draft the cornerback. 
Because the, if y'all don't draft the cornerback, because y'all went all deep, y'all literally were the only team in NFL history that drafted all defensive players in the draft last year, and y'all still got burnt. Y'all thought Cal, y'all thought drafting these players was gonna help y'all. Not at all. Calvin really tore y'all up. Like he ate y'all like some steak and potatoes with a side of sugar. So I mean, go ahead and draft JC Horn. Do what y'all gotta do to help y'all defensively. Because the way who Calvary is doing, y'all, is ridiculous. Uh, who's this? Denver? Denver, let me tell y'all something. Y'all, y'all can't stop a parked car. Y'all running, y'all, y'all, y'all are allowed teams to run all over y'all. Uh, y'all allow teams to run all over y'all. And so, hey, there's really nothing that we can do. You know what I'm saying? Now, I'm, I'm talking like, as a me, like I'm talking to me person. But there's nothing that nobody else can do unless y'all y'all either y'all need to fix y'all's defensive linemen because it's the defensive linemen's jobs first to stop them from getting to the linebackers and then it's the linebackers job to stop them from getting to the secondary the linebackers michael parsons is probably the best linebacker in this draft he's probably the best linebacker if not the best linebacker in the draft draft him because obviously y'all don't know how to stop a parked car it could be a parked car in the driveway right now, and I promise you'll have like 30 yards from scrimmage on one play. So draft Micah Parsons. Either either Micah Parsons, this linebacker from Penn State, or y'all need to invest in y'all defensive line. Or, or, or trade Drew Locke to to uh what's this? To Pen- to not Pennsylvania. I'm tripping. Trade Drew Locke to the Patriots. And you know. Cause I, I feel like, like, cause Cam Newton only signed a one year deal, and I don't think, I feel like the only reason he got brought back is because Bill Belichick doesn't have really a choice. Who who else was he gonna bring in? Like who? Like honestly, who realistically would have Bill Belichick brought in? Mitch Mitch Trubisky? No, 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 no. So if y'all want to, that's if y'all. Wanna, I'm giving y'all two options. Y'all could. Stay at nine and draft this dude, or y'all could tra- trade Drew Locke to the Patriots. However, let the Patriots solve whoever the starting quarterback is going to be. Bada bing, bada boom. Get some more draft draft capital and help the invest in y'all line and y'all linebackers. Y'all y'all cornerbacks are fine. Y'all because y'all y'all just franchise the dude, not just, but y'all franchise tagged the guy earlier in the offseason. So, but yeah, stopping at number ten. Um, Dallas, yeah, you know what I'm saying. It's time for y'all to go ahead and uh, invest and bring back, bring back the, bring back the Great Wall of Dallas, because Zeke was. It's been a couple of games because right, the Falcons we played y'all this year, we did play y'all this year, and we even though y'all did come back, we made Zeke fumble twice and we recovered. We recovered two of one of them. We recovered one of them. So best thing for y'all to do is invest y'all. Um, in y'all's uh, what's it called? Offensive line. Because this is one of Zeke's this is one of Zeke's worst rushing season in his career. Cause Zeke Elliott, let me go ahead and get his stats up. My man Zeke had only had 979 yards. Did he play all 16 games? He played 15 games this year and didn't even have a thousand yards. He only had six touchdowns. Every other season, well, except except one, besides in his rookie year, he led the league in r- rushing yards. And rushing attempts, right? His saw his junior year, he led the league in rushing yards again, right? He's led the leg league in rushing yards twice, and he's only been in the league for 
What draft? What, what year was he drafted? Drafted in 2016. He's only been in the league for almost five years and has led the league already twice. This was his statistically his worst season in NFL in his in his in his career, right? Man has six touchdowns, not even a thousand yards, and played 15 games and averaged seven yards a carry, right? Uh, where's the fumbles he had? He had six fumbles this year. That's tough for his career high. Six fumbles? He only had five his rookie year. He only played 10 games his sophomore year, but he only had one fumble. He had six again in 2018 and three in 2019. And he had six again this year. Statistically, he didn't even, this is his worst season. Man didn't even reach a thousand yards. I don't know if it's, I don't know who's y'all, who's on y'all offensive line. I don't know if it's your offensive lineman itself. I don't know if it's your offensive line coach. I don't know if it's your offensive coordinator. I don't know who it is, but y'all need to invest in offensive lineman help now because the way that, especially because Zeke got, not Zeke, that got hurt by getting hit because y'all offensive linemen don't know how to guard a, a, a tree. They don't know how to guard a planted tree. So in my opinion, Dallas, you need to go ahead and draft offensive linemen because if, if y'all want to get back to at least – not being made fun of, cause as long as, as long as y'all don't make the playoffs, y'all go get y'all get made fun of, especially by Stephen A. Smith. Make sure y'all drink y'all water. <sighs> but for real though, but yeah, guys, um, I think that's gonna wrap it up to, for today. We did th- a good thirty-three minute podcast today. Um, Anchor again, thank you for sponsoring my podcast. My two monthly my uh, monthly supporters out there, I love y'all so much. You want to join the Miles Per Hour family? It's going to be a link that says support this podcast. Hit a donation of any kind. And if you, it really helps a lot. And bada bing, bada boom, welcome to the family. If you can't if you can't donate, that's absolutely fine. You know what I'm saying? Just share it with your mama, your daddy, your grandmama, your grandmas, cousins, nephews, nieces, priests, trash workers, cafeterias, moms, uncles, brothers, nephews, uncles, pastors, priests, dads, pools, boys, nephews, daughters, wives, husbands, girlfriends share with her you know what I'm saying you never know who's out there gonna listen so um if you if you want to be included in the next week's podcast it's gonna be another link that says send miles a voice message you click that link hit record say what you want to say let if you want me to talk about your favorite team if you want to hear if you want to talk about if you have anything to say about this week's podcast you know what I'm saying if you got if you don't like the fact if I feel if you feel like the um I don't know for some reason that you feel like the dolphins need the um trade back up to get a quarterback for some odd reason if you want to say that you can know send me a voice message i'll include it in the next week podcast and by the bing by the womb your voice will be heard so guys i thank y'all so much i love y'all so much you know what i'm saying um miles per hour is about to sign out i don't have to i didn't have to tell y'all to put y'all seatbelts on today because you know it was going fast because i had a lot to talk about today guys i love y'all so much go ahead take your seatbelts off tell your mama i dropped y'all back off at home and i'll see y'all next week ah